0: Nosotras somos tres mujeres negras que valoran la hermandad y juntas somos de negro.
1: We are three black women who value sisterhood and together we are Black Tea.
2: On Black Tea, we have five segments. Our current segments are Naturally Beautiful by Dr. Ava Muhammad, Courting Allah, Maintaining Peace, Come on, sis, and self-care. Get your cup, do whatever you have to do, and get ready for your light savory sip. We will start every episode with sharing thoughts from a book we are reading. We are currently reading Naturally Beautiful by Dr. Ava Muhammad.
0: I'll start by saying um, what stood out to me. um, It's actually on page 15 where um, Sister Dr. Ava is quoting, I believe um, she's quoting the, yeah, she's quoting the minister, I'm sorry, the most honorable minister, Louis Farrakhan and she says the word nurture and nature are akin because you cannot nurture a life unless you feed it in accord with its nature that stood out to me so so much um that whole that whole section and like i said i have like a thousand highlights but that really stood out to me because um as a woman learning to be a woman growing to be a woman and when we uh when we discussed it uh, last week about us being ruled by the um principle I believe it's the word principle of femininity so that really was like oh my gosh like okay so as a woman I need to start learning the nature of a woman I need to start learning the nature of a man so that for my son I can teach him and feed him what he really needs in accordance with his nature so that stood out to me
1: um thank you for sharing um I don't, yeah, I,
2: well. yes, um, I don't have much that I want
1: to share. Sister Destiny. Yes, ma'am. I don't have much that I want to share this week, but I have a question for you, Sister Faith, and I was gonna hold it for later, but since you just specifically talked about your nature and awesome. <laughs> talked about your nature and talked about you know pouring into your son, I was wondering what you thought about. Sister Faith about what, I mean, Sister Faith, Sister Ava mentioning about not having sons and like what she would do to them if she did have them. Um, What was her exact words? Um, It's on page 18 where she she says, "Um, I adore my daughters, but I have this insane love for the black men. I act crazy over my nephews. But she, she started I don't know it off. How with, it's going on
2: your end, but on my end, it's really bad.
1: You can't hear me? Can you hear me, Sister Faith?
0: Yes, ma'am.
1: Oh, I think it's your connection, Sister Lorez. So, yeah, earlier she was saying, I love my daughters, but I also think a lot God knew if he gave me a son, I would act like a complete full over him, mm-hmm. so I was wondering, Sister Faith, because you're a mother of a son, mm-hmm. uh, and she talked about and she lifted the words of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad about a mother by nature loves and admires her son, because mm-hmm. by nature she was made to honor and worship him. Mm-hmm. So for you, um, what do you think about what Sister Ava said about not having a son, and then the you know just what she shared, and then the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad?
0: Well, Sister Destiny, thank you for asking that question. And I'm going to have to be totally honest. When it comes to the relationship that I have with my son, of course, I love my son. But coming into the teachings, um, prior to the teachings, I did not like. I'm trying to be careful, but I want to be honest. And I don't really know how to word this in a way that's (laughs) that's not offensive, but I'm not trying to be offensive at all. I did not like our brothers because my experience with our brothers, they were okay, you know, they were cool, but They were a little bit disrespectful you know and then coming into the teachings and then really seeing like oh this is how a black man should be this is how he should act this is how he should treat his woman and it's just i'm growing into that so i can't say that i i have the same views as sister dr ava although i would love to and i'm growing to um to do that because also she says on that same page, that um, if you have a man, if you have male children, I know you love and admire your son. That I do. But what are we doing to preserve him for another woman? I've been focused on that because when I see our brothers out here, I'm like, man, you know. Y'all, y'all wasn't taught right and it's not necessarily your fault it, it becomes your fault once you're able to learn for yourself and you're able to teach yourself but really that's the core of that the core issue of that it started at home so for me where I'm focused I'm like man I want to make sure that I'm raising my son properly uh, Mother Tyneth said that we need to teach our sons as well that they are a gift and they should not just be out here you know just freelancing giving it to everybody whoever want. and I, I don't want my son to do that I want him to know like son yeah a woman is valuable. But you are as well. So don't ever think that you are not a prize, too, because both of y'all are prize. So that's where I am with that. And um, I really want to continue to grow in that space to where I can. When I look at all of my brothers, I want to be able to see a lot like how the minister looks at us and he's able to recognize a lot, all of us. I want to grow into that space to where I look at my brothers and I'm like, go on here, Black man. I'm I'm saying it now. I've gotten myself comfortable with saying it like, praise be to Allah, hey, Black man, because the way that I feel about the word or the words Black man now, is like totally different from when I was in the world and I would say Black man, because when I said Black man, I would just think inward, word But now it's like, I think lot, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm that makes sense thank you for
1: sharing and thank you for your honesty Um, that was something that I was thinking about but with me not being um, I think all women are mothers but without being a mother with children um, I you know I didn't I didn't really feel like I really had a, a, a good response for that or anything really to say but I really wanted to just ask you but Ultimately, with reading this chapter, I was just focuses, focusing on when Sister was raising um, oh, Rise Above Emotions into the thinking of a lie. So I was just thinking about, you know, how I can better take care of my thinking because that is that is um, how I'm birthing my, my reality. She was ending the chapter on that that's more so what I'm just thinking of on like improving my thoughts so I don't really have much to share just just as we were sharing last week you know sister Ava always leaves you with so much more Mm -hmm. to think about and so much more to improve on and what you were saying sister Faith so much more to learn about my nature like it's just really crazy that we have to learn about our nature so late (laughs) right this world but yeah
2: yeah and um I was actually thinking uh, yesterday about how we as black women always have to walk around like we're holding up a sign saying that my black is beautiful, uh, black lives matter, you know, um, black girls rock. We always have to have that sign um, as if we have to prove something to somebody else or encourage somebody else to think you know, that we're worthy of just being respected. Yes. So in that same uh chapter, um, what stood out to me was also what you had read, uh, Sister Destiny about the mother um loves and admires her son because I I do have two sons. And I had to learn how to um transition with them from uh, you know, being a young man into adulthood. You know, if you have those blinders on where you constantly see them as children, then you won't have any kind of respect for them. So I learned, um, especially during this quarantine, because we were all in the home together, so I had to learn, you know, um, these are men and I have to, you know, have respect for them. I can't tell them what to do. It's a, you know, I have to ask them, I have to be respectful. Because that's the last thing that I want to do is tear down my sons, knowing that they have to go out in the world and deal with, you know, the madness that's out there. So that that's what stood out for me as well.
1: You know, I wasn't even thinking about asking you, Sister Larissa, because you're not, you know, raising them anymore. But the point that you just brought up about that shift like you still mama Mm -hmm.
0: right (laughs) but but they're
1: adults and that's that's a very valid point but when you just mentioned respect now it brings me to another point on page 17 when sister ava says um about recognizing the the god in one another and she said if we did we would bow to one another not shoot Mm -hmm. one another and she talked about again the principle being found in the woman so i was just thinking in that like um not even sons but just do we do that with people like today right. my husband and I was having a conversation we we were expressing to one another how we feel one another is making one another feel and it's hard to see somebody sharing their truth about you when you're trying right. to share your truth about how they make you feel but my husband was being so humble and I have so much room to grow in this area. I thought I was humble. But like I said last time, Mary ever show you <laughs> that you got a lot to work on. But in the middle of the conversation, he was just like, I hear you. I honor you. I respect you. And he bowed. And my husband doesn't do that all the time. But he does that sometimes when we talking. And in the midst of it, I'm just looking at him. And I'm like, you know, praise be to a lot. But at some point, I'm like, I'm just looking at him. Because it's still in my mind,
0: like, I don't. I don't. What you say? Did you hear what I said? (laughs) I I get what you're doing, but did
1: you hear what I said? Yeah, partly like that. It's like I I feel that he means it, but then it's some and then it's some other point. Like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) and it's like he's being humble in this moment. You Mm -hmm. you need to calm down. So I just when I was reading over prior to this call, I was thinking about. Just that moment earlier, like how Sister Ava is telling us to do this, and then I have a husband who's doing this, and I'm partially thinking like, mm-hmm. so like <laughs> I have work to do in that yeah. area of accepting mm-hmm. a man who can humble himself, mm-hmm. even as he's growing, even as mm-hmm. I'm seeing his imperfections. If I see him being humble to just pause and be like oh I honor and respect you too so um yes this Ava just gives you so much but that's that's the last thing I'll share
2: she really does and and you know what you mentioned in um your conversation with your husband she even says on page 20 we are taught in Islam that there is nothing above the peace of husband and wife hmm Nothing above the Mm. peace of husband and wife. I thought that was just powerful. So just hearing you, you know, talk about uh, how you and your husband interact, you know, that's just solidifying, you know, you all speak together a lot, being in the midst of it and, you know, so forth and so on. So I just thought that was
1: powerful statement about husband and wife. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so to transition for our segment of courting Allah. You know, we are continuing to lift Sister Sharifa Muhammad. May Allah be pleased with her and may Allah comfort her family and everyone you know who are still striving to understand um her life that she lived and as we all find comfort in a lot so um this week we were reading from um an article in the final call newspaper titled honoring a saint scholar and warrior sister sharifa muhammad written by sister kanetta muhammad so before i ask anything i want to ask y'all what stood out to you in this article
2: for me um for me i think it was a legacy that she's leaving behind and again i didn't know sister sharifa but i feel like i know you know part of her now um unfortunately now that she's transitioned i know a part of her just from what um was said about her in the article and it was it was all good and she always had Um, watching the videos with her with her husband she always seemed like she had this gentle side of her so even if she was um you know being that stern mgt making sure everybody was on point there there was always love involved in it so i just thought that was um the article was beautiful too
0: That for me, um, what you just said, Sister Lorenz, is like an example of, in my opinion, how we should be as women. Like we can can be stern, we can be firm, there's nothing wrong with that, but we don't have to lose our femininity in doing that. We can Mm -hmm. still be feminine and we can still be women. We don't have to, you know, just totally remove ourselves from our nature in order to be that way.
2: Yes
1: yes ma'am so um a specific question I'll ask is there was a statement she was one of the most creative thinkers that I've ever met she never did anything mediocre mediocre she demanded excellence from all of us around her so I wanted to ask y'all like what does it look like to demand excellence from everyone we come across like, we already are trying to, or we have a demand on ourselves, but what does it look like to demand excellence from everyone we come across?
2: I think that demand comes from you being an example. You know, you you demanding that same um, expectation of yourself because we can't, you know, put on someone else what we want put on ourselves. And I think... Um, you know, being in the nation and working under uh, Sister Captain Naima, we see how um, detailed and um, intense, you know, she goes about doing everything. And I've actually uh, been able to apply some of that into my own life, you know, and it's so important, you know, that we, we, we have that. It's, it's like having a structure you know, you have that structure where um, you're paying attention to everything. And then it it even um, goes into how you live your life period. You know, even with us leaving home, you know, we have to be mindful of our surroundings and stuff like that. So I think it's about, you know, how we live our lives and the expectations that we have for ourselves. And then we can, you know, bring that into whatever situation that we're in, and um, people can feed off of that. That's a really good
0: question, and I'm not really entirely sure how to answer that because we can we can be an example, but that's not from how I'm looking at it. And using the word demand, that's um, us being in us um, holding ourselves to a certain regard from what I believe won't necessarily, or how I'm seeing it, won't pull that out of a person. But what you see in that person, what you think they're capable of, by um, gently lifting them up in that, and pretty much, um, I guess, um, putting, um, putting life into them. You putting life into that person, that will demand a certain uh, a certain act because they'll start to believe in themselves. maybe they haven't heard it from someone so if you tell someone what you see and it's of good and you giving it to them in a way that's not like oh i'm critiquing you you can do better but it's like oh sis you know or, or brother you know something like that and you sit letting them know what you see that they may not have seen in they they could potentially start to live in that vein and that will bring out in them a sort of excellence so I'm not entirely sure that's something I'll still have to consider, but that's that's just what I believe.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like uh encouragement. So yes, give them encouragement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to bring mm-hmm. out of them what you see in them because they might not see it in themselves. Yes, ma'am. So that's good. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, that makes a lot of sense. And I think you answered the question. So Sister Loreza' is saying being an example, and then you're saying to um pour into them and that's what my cup runneth over is all about
0: right
1: um you know we have to be full in our own lives and once we could do that then we can pour out into others so it's it's both be an example be be you um and that's part of us learning our nature and then the other part is um what you were also what both of you were also saying about being gentle so um a lot of people when they was lifting up Sister Sharifa, they were talking about how she gave correction and without you knowing it. Or whenever she gave correction, you felt so much love. So I think uh-huh. it's it's being able to to do that. And um I have so much so much work to do with that in terms of like just being gentle with with my correction but I notice it's because <laughs> I have to be more gentle with myself
2: right yes ma'am so yeah so you. I'm learning and then uh the other part of that too is what I'm really learning to do is to seek to settle on the best part
1: mm-hmm. of
2: whoever I'm dealing with because I know we all have one and then like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said when you see That black man or that black woman, you looking at God. So I try to keep in my mind, how will I treat God? You know, I don't want to mistreat him. So, yeah, that's the other thing that I keep in my mind as well.
1: You know, I have to go back to Naturally Beautiful, what you're saying, uh, Sister Larez, because Sister Ava talked about going in front of the minister and how we would want to fast. We want to be pure before going before the minister, but we got to look at one another like that. Oh, I don't yes. want to cause sister rest I don't want to cause sister Faith. Let me not get on this call and have not prayed. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we we have to come before one another in that spirit, and that's why the minister has to go away because we are literally depending on the minister. Like yes, the minister, sister Ava said he is the resurrection. Um, and we know him to be the criterion, but at some point we have to be like, "I'm I'm coming amongst my brothers and sisters. Let me come with some dignity." Right. But instead, we only wait for the minister, and that's why Master Far Muhammad had to leave. That's why the Most Honorable mm-hmm. Elijah Muhammad. Muhammad,
2: had to leave. yes, man. And now
1: we are. Point <laughs> To the point where the, where the Honorable Mr. Lewis Farrakhan is about to depart from one of, the, one of us. So that was also something that stood out to me in reading Naturally Beautiful. Yes, ma'am. um Well, thank you both. Um, let's go ahead and get into it. Come on, sis. Ooh, sis.
0: Sis.
1: <laughs> Are you still with us? download this episode and share it before you forget share your thoughts via voice note to us at 478-521-9034 oh sis
0: Uh on sis okay so for this segment I want to read to you all something from our book, um, Overcoming an Angry Vagina, and it says, "Dear imbalance." So we're going to say yes, dear, because um, as she says, we will not curse you if you have cursed as you have cursed us. So for centuries, you have been manipulating, enslaving, and messing with. Me and my womb, my seat of creation, my symbol of womanness. You've been suppressing, abusing, and mutilating my womb in every way. I even have supported you in my own demise. My womb has been a cash cow for society, making big profits off my ignorance for everything from prostitution to hysterectomies. In antiquity, thousands of years before imbalance took over, women were respected, honored, and lifted up. There was harmony. Now, based on what we discussed last week from this, what stood out to me, and this is, I even have supported you in my own demise. So, first, what do you all have to say about that? And then I'll ask my question about what I read. What page she- was
1: that again? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's fine.
0: Okay, sis. Now.
2: Say, like, come on, sis.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't, sis. don't have the. Okay, now I don't- you know. I have our time <laughs> numerals, okay it's x i x now i don't know that but i'm gonna get it together by next week because i don't like not knowing stuff so that's the page i don't know what page that is i ain't gonna lie i found it we got it yes dear okay <laughs> 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 yes ma'am yes ma'am so i just read that first um that first uh paragraph We don't really,
2: have the book, so I've been yes, searching ma'am. for it.
0: Yes, ma'am. We it's okay. We don't. We gonna make it work. We gonna get this book.
2: <laughs> yes, ma'am.
1: Um. So I think this goes really good. What we talked about last week about the question is sex an uh, obligation? Or, you know, mm-hmm. something along those lines, because this is talking about cursing our womb and I think cursing the womb starts with us feeling ashamed about our bodies so then we do things in private so like you know I'm not getting into my period story or anything but just the part where I had my period at my friend's house and I felt uncomfortable to tell anybody I started my period So I literally waited until the weekend was over till I got back home because I felt ashamed to tell another woman or another young girl and her mother about my period. So I think that cursing the womb starts there because I did not know what to do. Mm -hmm. Putting tissue there and feeling ashamed, actually, that's actually traumatizing. That's actually bad for the next cycle. Because every period that we have is a report card for those 30 days. So that means that the next period I had, I was feeling more shame. More mm-hmm. shame, more shame is being cursed upon my womb. So every month, until I get comfortable in that, in, a, in, in talking about my period, I'm adding more shame to my womb. So then, now, when it comes to other people, because she's talking about, um, my, she said my woman has been a cash cow for society, making big profits off of my ignorance, Mm -hmm. and then she starts with, from everything, from prostitution to hysterectomies, and, you know, there's so much in between that, but before you get to prostitution, it's your own shame whatever you're dealing with your own trauma so i think that being cursed she said we will simply get rid of you but the imbalance starts with us our imbalance starts with what we were taught from our moms i didn't learn about my period from my mama yes so i I think i think that's what where it starts
0: yes
2: ma'am yes ma'am. yeah and like you asked the question earlier or, or made the statement earlier, um, saying that we're just not learning this now. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was not um, natural for for in my parents' time to have those kinds of conversations. You may, <clears throat> you may get some instructions on keep your legs closed, um, don't do this or don't do that, but there was never any there was never any gentleness with it. So I never had, I mean, I really didn't understand womb and yoni and any of that until recently, really, the last three, four years where I start, you know, seeing this on social media, getting an interest in it, even uh, with waist beads. I think those are important too, you know, to study and see how, um they were used in um, in Africa, you know, and still are being used, you know. So, yes, it, it's important for us to, to definitely know our bodies and how we communicate with them in a nonverbal way, if that makes sense. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, okay, so I had a question, but some other stuff is coming to my mind <laughs> on page 16 sister Do- and uh, I'm sorry and naturally beautiful sister Dr. Ava says acting in accord with nature elevates our conduct and let this mind be you I'm sorry I know this this is just a little bit random but um, this book is by uh, Brother Nori Muhammad and he says something that I've connected um to everything that we're discussing. You cannot love what you do not know. So considering the fact that we're growing into this knowledge of what it means to be a woman. And mm-hmm. um, of course we we do participate in our own demise due to our ignorance but when is it or when do we come into the realization that we are playing a role in our demise as women? And when, when do we stop it? How do we stop it? What do we do to no longer, you know, um, contribute to that?
2: Accept your own and be yourself. Come on to the Nation of Islam and <laughs> join on to the MGT and GCC. Yes, ma'am. But for people who don't even like,
0: don't like the idea of that because it's still a responsibility as women like in all really in all of these books except for um except your i'm sorry except for in let this mind be in you in both of these books these women express how it is our responsibility and the minister has let us know let us know that it is our responsibility um for the condition of the world
2: well that's it it's our responsibility but i mean just like I didn't know. We didn't know there was somebody or some kind of. I think I was was. I think I was actually um, I had started hearing Sister Destiny speak about it. So I think is it might even be the company that you keep. You know what kind of people are you hanging around? What kind of um, knowledge is being shared? What kind of girlfriend conversations are you having? you know because as women we don't we don't like to have those conversations so you have to be i guess with like-minded people or um willing to ask questions if you don't know it i mean it's a lot that goes with that because we can go back to to our history how we just everything was just stripped from us so now we're just being transformed into our natural selves you know, from not knowing anything about anything, just from history itself. Yes, it is. So
1: I have to go back when you ask this question to the girl who had wool over her eye. And I literally just seen myself in the bathroom <laughs> around when I first had my period. Now I'm in school and I I got... I'm opening the pad and my friend, like, oh, you got some candy you don't want to share. You eating, so you eating candy in the stall. I'm like, yeah, I'm eating candy behind the stall. Ain't nobody eating no candy in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how young I was. I was eating candy in the bathroom. But like, ooh, I'm saying that to say, like, I was so ashamed that right. I didn't want to be like, girl, now I'm opening the pad. Mm -hmm. or when I used to try to this is all relevant to the question you're asking sister Faith, I flushing the toilet while hurry up trying to open the pad before the toilet. So you can't hear it. Stop. Girl like I mean sis sisters (laughs) but like it was so much shame so this same notion around the period we are so shameful to ask questions we are so shameful to come around one another and just be like, I really know nothing about this. So can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. Like, because what, we afraid to be dumb, to be look to look dumb because we're afraid to say we don't know, or because we think that the other person don't know, so we don't want to waste our time because we really don't know who to go to. So I think that. Your question, Sister Faith, if I'm understanding, it's like, can you say it one more time? You don't
0: have to say it exactly, but just your question. How do we pretty much um, stop contributing to our own demise? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how
1: do we stop contributing to our own demise? It's like, be willing to just put ourselves out there. Mm -hmm. be willing if somebody if you having your period and somebody like you eating behind the stall nah girl you know I just started my period and I'm trying to figure this thing out but this ain't candy back here I remember even my godmom and I used to say we used to call the pads candy so if we were in public we'd be like you got some candy I left mine like literally these nicknames that we have for our body parts (laughs) these nicknames that we have for anything that we're ashamed of so i think it just starts with stop being ashamed of something that's natural stop being afraid of saying that you don't know it's okay not to know like god wanted a companion he didn't have one guess what he he got in the world with his mind Mm -hmm. and created one but how did he do that? He was in his mind thinking. And so if we're mm-hmm. not in the right mind frame, then we have to be <laughs> able to express that. So that way somebody around us, maybe maybe I'm coming to y'all too and y'all ain't got the answer, but y'all then say, I know somebody who do. Well, Sister right. Destiny, I'm reading this book. So I think it just, the demise really starts with, that's why I said, I ain't got much to say about Sister Ava What Sister Ava said, I'm trying to work on my thinking. And I think it goes back to that the demise comes from our thinking and mm-hmm. we just have to be willing and comfortable to say what we don't know and we have to be comfortable and just don't be ashamed we spend too much time in self-pity mm-hmm. i have spent too much time in self-pity so i think that's what it is for me um i can relate
0: Sister Destiny, to everything you said, uh, when it comes to being embarrassed or ashamed of opening a pad, like when I got married, it's like, okay, yeah, obviously, you know, I'm on my cycle, but I would be like trying to open it so quietly because I'm, I, and I don't know what that was about. It's like, why am I embarrassed about this? This is a natural thing. And I would ask myself, where did this come from? Like, why am I embarrassed? I used to be ashamed to go to the store and purchase. Has. Like I was, I'm like I, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I'm like, Mom, can you go get them for me? I'm like freaking grown, and I'm like, Mom, can you go get me some? Because <laughs> it's like, I'm like this? it's nasty. No, it's not nasty. It's it's a natural thing. But I think that um, because we have been so far removed from that, like it is a bit difficult to overcome that hurdle of, uh, of shame. You know, it is, it is a bit difficult. And Sister Destiny, you mentioned um, all of these nicknames. And um, Queen Afu even mentions that when it comes to our vagina, that there are so many different nicknames that we have for it. And I do believe that society contributes to um, the shame that we feel because nobody's really publicly uh, embracing it in a, in a healthy way. Because we can listen to our sister song WAP, but that's not an embracement. It's just like a, uh, it's being braggadocious, like oh yeah, mine is like this. But that's not really that's not um it's entertainment, and it it may be funny or whatever the case may be. But there, what about women who who's having an issue with that, and it's not. What the song says. That's still something that needs to be addressed because I'm sorry, <laughs> it's still something that needs to be addressed, and we 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 just cannot be ashamed to ask questions, and. I got over that shame of in terms of asking questions when I came into the nation because there was so much that, that was new to me and it's like, I don't know what that means. I, I, what does that word mean? Please tell me because I don't know. I don't. I may not have a dictionary at hand. My phone may be there. Can you tell me what that means? And I'm no longer ashamed now, even if it's a um, someone that's not in the nation. If I'm having a conversation and you throw out a word that I don't know what it means and I can't figure out the context, I'm going to ask you. And based on my experience, some people will say things that they have no idea what they're talking about. They just heard somebody else say it. They pick it up and then boom. It's like, okay, so you don't really know. You're just using it. And as women, we have to we have to educate ourselves so that if someone does come in, the conversation does come about, we'll be able to explain to them, oh, this is what it means. This is what, you know, this is what I've learned. So... And this actually ties into my next segment, which is um self-care. So all all of this plays in and uh to challenge ourselves, challenge ourselves to not be our own demise. And really pay attention to how we are contributing to that because it's really important that we no longer do that so in the future maybe it'll be a young sister that comes up to us and we and we can look at them and like man they used to be me i want to be able to help you but in order for me to help you i have to help myself and i have to be totally comfortable with who i am and what i am as a woman in order to help somebody else so
1: faith before we go on can we backtrack Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So I made a mistake, but I still want you to end with self-care. Um, may we just go back to maintaining peace? Because I went to court in the law, and I think I was so excited for what you was going to bring. That I forgot. She brought
2: it in early. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. That's all right.
1: So, <laughs> this, because this ties into self-care, but what we were talking about last week. Um, so, before we go into this week, I'm still listening to Sister... Sharifa, but this goes with what Queen Afira was saying. So Sister Baronda Muhammad of Mosque Number no. 15 in Atlanta shared, you are a monarch in our nation and you left your training in so many sisters. The strength of a soldier was always in her voice when she spoke. So based on what we spoke about in our self-care segment last week in regards to yelling, what does this statement mean to us? And I'll just say something. The word "gentle" for Sister Sharifa was brought up um, multiple times today. So, what does the statement mean to you? And how um, how does our gentleness in the way that we speak allows us to still appear to be and allow us to actually be strong?
0: That is a good question. Uh, I need to think about that for a second. Because what's coming to my mind, you know how, have you ever had someone speak to you and then your self-accusing spirit just pop right on up? That's what, that ain't never happened to you? That's just me. No, give me an example. Cause like, I think think the self-kissed spirit is always there, but give me an example. But like, it's like magnified, intensified. So for example, um, say we we can just say, I said something to hurt your feelings. And you say to me, you know, sister Faith, what you said really hurt my feelings. That'll just bring it up in me. And I'm just like, Ooh, I wasn't trying to do that. Like I wasn't trying to hurt. So that's like uh, something similar to that Mm -hmm. from what you read um that's what came to me like we if we yell i really think that that is just not a part of our nature as women we don't have to do that because and praise me so a lot okay so because we are in the subconscious mind i believe the self-accusing spirit is the subconscious mind so when we're able to speak gently in that voice and still let it be known to correct without being um without being so aggressive about it, it brings something up in the person. And it's like, oh, man, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not really answering the question, but that's what's, that's what's coming to my mind. So I, that's still something I'll have to think about.
1: Yes, ma'am. Well, based on what you just shared, I just I think I need to do some more studying because I haven't been studying Dianetics. But I think that the self-accusing spirit will be our conscious mind And our our subconscious mind would be our reactional thoughts. If I'm understanding correctly, because usually our subconscious thoughts are the things that we still have, the engrams that we still have weighing on us that um, come up sometimes in present time, but that's really us not, being mentally in present time so for example if sister one of y'all do something to me and it triggers me my subconscious is going to react it's telling my my subconscious is going to react but my conscious mind is trying to tell me you're okay it's just Mm. trying to say you're this is a trigger but my subconscious mind is is reacting like Sister Larez saying and now I'm about to be emotional so I Mm -hmm. think that if I'm understanding Dianetics correctly I think that I would have to say I just have to share that because of what you just said Sister Faith Sister Larez did you have a thought before I share something on on the statement
2: I think um, the strength of a soldier was always in her voice when she spoke I guess, um, when you had talked about, was that you, Sister face Someone asked about how do we demand?
0: Um, recently? Earlier,
2: or- earlier, when we were talking.
0: Oh, yes, ma'am,
2: yes, ma'am. And I think that the strength of a soldier was always in her voice. So, I think she just stood firm that at least that's what I'm taking it. You know, you were always Firm on uh, your principles, your morals, your values, and that um, that just showed uh, physically in you and then um, the strength of that was was said is, is was always in her voice so when she spoke, that's what you and you know what when i when I think about the interactions that she had with her son she would put him in chat, but it would be so gentle and loving, you know, during the, during the videos that they would, the interviews that they would do together. And even if it was, um, in a joking manner or if she was serious, you know, it was, it was firm, but it was gentle. At least that's what I took from just watching her interact with her son.
1: Mm -hmm. So. I wanted to bring this up because we closed last segment on, you know, talking about self-care. And I think this also relates to maintaining peace. And so Sister Ava says in the chapter that we re- we were referring to today, that she's talking about us being a nurturer. And she said, a nurturer would not, this on page 16, a nurturer would not teach her child language which would obstruct that child's ability to sustain a relationship with the creator. We are the reason the children are savages. We are so unlike our true nature that we are derailing humanity's journey to become one with God. Mm -hmm. And I'm sharing that to say that I think we don't have to yell because for one, it's not reflecting being a nurturer. But two, if we would be gentle like Sister Sharifa, and what you're saying, Sister Lores, when Brother Joshua was like, that's a black person name. And she just looked at him and she (laughs) said, forgive him or something that she said. Real gentle. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. And when I think about that, even when I'm talking to my husband and I'm getting upset, I'm not. I'm not honoring, I'm not respecting him as a man, but I'm also not honoring myself. And if my nature is to be nurturing, then I don't have to yell because my gentleness, I notice my husband hears me most when I'm soft. And sister, just to give an update from last week, now my husband, he says to me, can you just talk to me soft? That wasn't soft. And I just look at him, and I am like, you are right, that wasn't soft. And then I talk all soft, and then he just starts smiling. Or, like, now I'm catching myself, because we've been practicing this. Mm-hmm. So now I'm catching myself, and I'm like, that wasn't soft. And he just look at me and smile. So, like, <laughs> it actually, Sister Ava says, we're derailing. Not only are we derailing humanity's journey, but we're derailing our marriages. We're derailing the cornerstone of a nation, which we know that that is family, that that is marriage. So I'm really working on that. And I wanted to bring that to this segment because not only did that relate to self-care, but that relates to maintaining peace. Just because someone else shows up and sister, I'm telling you, this whole chapter was just deep. That's why I'm saying I mm-hmm. much to say because I see myself in this chapter. She said, "Just because he yelled or cursed at me does not." So I yelled right. back, but we don't have mm-hmm. to do that. And so um, I just wanted to bring that up, and I apologize for going out of order. But I, I at first I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna leave it alone." But I think it's so <laughs> important to raise because we talked about it last week. And I'm seeing the correlation. Like, I think God is with this because I'm with us because I'm seeing the correlation in what we're raising with what we're reading in Naturally Beautiful. Um, and I'm really striving to to practice this. So I'm happy we're yes. reading this book.
2: Yes, yes, yes. That correlation. I mean, you get that. Um, I guess like a, I don't know if it's like a a, a feeling of like, wow, this is, this is what I'm being made into the words on this page. And so I'm, I'm like you said, striving, I'm really striving to become what I'm reading.
1: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Okay. Sister Faith, if you don't have anything else to share, we can get into self-care.
0: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So in regards to self-care, similar to what I was saying about, come on, sis, we're going to have to, um, to, to really um, continue with last week to just challenge ourselves now. And you made a perfect example in terms of saying that you've been practicing with your husband. So that's a, in a way how you have been, um, you know,
1: continuing self-care.
0: To practice mm-hmm. self-care because you have been practicing with your husband. And for me, I'll just give an update on myself. I have been really challenging myself to not yell, like no matter what. I'm just like, you know what, but I don't even like my voice. And when I feel myself getting frustrated, I'll start to say I'm getting frustrated. Because at this point, Something you said, Sister Destiny, was like, "I will give warnings. I'll let it be. All right. I'm, I, I'm thinking right now, and that really stood out to me. I'm like, okay, I can incorporate that because before, before the storm, there are warnings that there's going to be a storm. <laughs> but I, I don't want really to <laughs> ever get to like the storm. I don't want to be the hurricane anymore. I just want to do that. So I've been practicing. Okay, I'm getting frustrated. You know, I'm, I'm getting upset. So just let me calm down. Or even with Zayv or um, Nasir when they. <laughs> I'm just like okay. I'm getting frustrated, you know. And um, when you just mentioned about uh, Dr. Avon, page 16, uh, a nurturer would not teach her loud, i mean, her child—language, which would obstruct that child's ability to sustain a relationship with the Creator. We are the reason children are savages, but the we are so un- unlike our true nature, and that really stands out to me. So. I, like I said, I'm really big on the mind and mental health, and I think that when we start to get, in, and I'm going to have to study this, but when we get into that, um, when we get into that mindset to where we're no longer thinking, we're just being reactionary, it it damages us. I'm not really sure how it damages us, but I know for me personally, it does damage me in a way that's like, I don't really see it right away, but I know that the more i don't try to control that or discipline myself it's so easy for me to get ticked off and just start yelling that it's like okay i'm i know now for sure that i'm totally removed from my nature and what i have been practicing Mm -hmm. so again in in regards to our self-care i would like for us to challenge ourselves and like sister destiny has been doing to practice it so that it'll it'll just be our nature It come to us like with ease like oh you know that's fine it's cool
1: no nah, but it ain't easy, it is not easy. <laughs> it's, it's not, not. easy it's not it's not living with somebody else and they challenging you every day they're holding the mirror up to you because they are the mirror that is the most difficult part but um even though that was something that i've been practicing i still got lots of work but i did get my hair braided it feels great um <laughs> and i don't know if y'all noticed, but um, I've been working on my posture, trying to, but I had a very, I had a um, hard wooden chair. And so um, this week, um, well, I ordered a chair and I finally got it. So I have a new stand and a new chair and my back feels so good. I don't know if y'all seen me last time. I'm always like moving, trying to like get comfortable. <laughs> trying to figure I it out. Get here And I feel so good in my back. You know, is working on some progress. So that was um some self care for me. Got my physical hair done and I got a chair so I could sit up. You know, um sometimes we could overlook our back and our posture, but that is something that that um I've been working on, just my posture.
2: Yes, ma'am. That's really good. Sister Louise. Yes, ma'am. Um, well, I'm just I'm I'm actually my self-care, again, is working on some my future plans. So I made an appointment to meet with um, or over the phone with the um, managing broker that I work for since I got my license to figure out what my next steps are going to be, what my um, future is going to look like, you know, as far as real estate is concerned, and um yeah, that's it. Just, you know, one day at a time, writing stuff down, the goals I want to accomplish. I was actually looking at property today. They have land. That's the thing that's going now. People everybody is interested in buying land. It's becoming more and more popular. And um I was looking on a website um from someone that I follow on social media. She did a webinar on land and uh, gave a website and they have, I saw six acres for $5,000 and they show you a picture of it and everything. It's legit. So that's what my focus is. My goal is to have at least an acre by next year.
0: Yes, ma'am. So we are going to wrap this thing up and we would like to challenge or I would like to challenge. I'm going to speak for us and we would like to challenge our sisters and are our listening audience to continue to do things for your self-care, whatever that may look like for you, even if it isn't something that we mentioned here. But you can take the things that we did mention and incorporate them into your life if you need to practice on those things so that you can always care for yourself, however that may look care for yourself and put yourself first so that you can always be the best version of yourself that you can be and always grow because knowledge is infinite. And as our sister Erica Badu said, it has infinitely fell upon me. So <laughs> let us be <laughs> sisters who love learning so that we can continue to grow.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: is you, do you all have to add anything or want to add anything? All right. Well, this is be- a- Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Praise me too a lot. This has been our episode, our third episode. Oh, well, wow. our third episode of Black Tea. And we are looking forward to seeing you next week. Inshallah. Peace. as
2: I hope you enjoyed your light savory sip for the day. Please join us again on our next episode.